and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I'm your co-host, Krista Hunziker. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And it, it's a crazy world out there. It's a wild world. It's always a crazy wild world out there whenever you're listening. Could be now, could be then, could be... Could be sometime could, in the future. Could be sometime in the future when the world hopefully puts itself back together. But it's a wild world and it's about to get Gene Wilder up in here. We are doing the story of the Sampo. It's the Sampo! So if that doesn't tell you anything about what we're doing, that's all right, because we'll tell you. Yes. Um, today is a Finnish mythology story of a thing called the Sampo, and if you're like, what's that, free samples? Sort of. The joke we'll keep making, and if you're asking yourself, all right, but are we finished yet? And the answer is, we're just <laughs> getting started. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make that joke again, too. Oh, my God. So many, so many. All right. So this is the story of the Sampo. And Sampo. <laughs> Sampo. And Do not forget its name. <laughs> Ask for it by name, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's part of the epic poem, the Kalevala. Kalevala. It's all of a lot of fun names this episode. Um, Kalevala, la, la, my, oh, my. And it would have been a good idea if Krista, when she was doing the notes, would have written down the um, author of the Kalevala. She did not. It's this guy. Somebody. Qu- quick, Google it. Whose name is Elias Lonerot? Elias Lonerot, yeah. It sounds awful. It sounds like Loinrot, and you don't want that. You don't want the Loinrot, but you do want the... You do want the Kalevala. You do want the collected poems and stories from a... a, a Elias Lonrot. He's like the Snorri Sturluson of Norse mythology. Yeah. He wrote down all like these Finnish oral traditions. Yeah, Snorri Sturluson, if it wasn't in, you know, also in Scandinavia. Yeah, but Or this Hans is... Christian Andersen, also in Scandinavia. Yeah, he's like Denmark. This is Finland, yo. Yeah, Snorri Sturluson's more like, like Iceland and Sweden. Yeah, so Finland, we pick up in medias res. That's yeah. a term for picking up when the action's going. None of this Norway stuff. Norway. Finland. So we're picking up with Vinamoinen. Vinamoinen. Get yours today. <laughs> it's it's like vitamin, but not. Um, <laughs> Vinamoinen C. Good for the liver, kidneys, and... The soul. The soul, my friend. Because he was a powerful bard and as old as the world. As old as shit, really. Old as shit. Old as dicks. Yeah. He was old as balls, <laughs> old as old as really old shit. He was old as the earth, which as we all know is approximately balls years old. So It's the biggest ball <laughs> on this planet. Yep. He was a well known hero of his home, Kalavala. That's the name of the story. Kalavala? Ka- Kalavala. Um Say it with us. Kalavala. Kalavala. Um, during some years, he was doing the hero thing. He got into a mighty sea battle. Yarg, a mighty sea battle. And You should have seen it. <laughs> yeah, it was so intense that he washed up on the distant shores of the Shadowlands. Poyola. Poyola. Sorry for the S's. <laughs> we'll never learn, Yar. Yar. Um, Poyola. So, so he washed up on Poyola, which was a dark and frozen land with frozen hearts. Yeah, it was a hellscape, like, you know. But like, I don't know, if Norway, if you're Finland. But like, if hell froze over, or like Jotunheim, or... Um, Svalbard. Svalbard, yeah. It was like the frozen, distant north of mythology. Yeah, he was old as balls, it was cold as balls. It was cold as shit. So, the ruler of this dark world was Lohi, not Loki. 
Lohi. Lohi. Mm-hmm. With a, with, she's a lady. She's a lady. Low, low, wohi, lohi. <laughs> yep. So, and they make a point of mentioning that she's the gap-toothed hag of the north. Mind the gap. <laughs> Mind the gap entirely. You know, very charming. Yeah, do not forget her gap. <laughs> it's an important distinctive feature, apparently. She's a hag. Um, so she found him washed up on shore in like sort of like a twisted little mermaid-esque moment where it was like, ah, You like that? That's good. That's good audio. That's great um, <laughs> audio. We're going to keep that one. And she nursed him back to health. But... As she did this, she doesn't work for free. No, no, this is not... There's the, no free samples over here. <laughs> there's no free healthcare in this Finland yet. Uh, you can count that as number two. <laughs> um, she demanded payment for the care in the form of something that didn't yet exist. No, you know, you, when you got that itch and nothing can scratch it but a sample. A sampo, the sampo can scratch. Yeah, a sampo. Nothing else will do. No. <laughs> Except no substitutes. <laughs> So, yeah, she asked for the Sampo, which didn't exist yet, so I don't know how they came to, like, some sort of conclusion of to what the Sampo actually was, but... We should do an ad campaign for the Sampo. Sampo! Get yours today! <laughs> While supplies last. <laughs> so, the Sampo was to be forged from the tips of white swan feathers, the milk of greatest virtue... Probably mm, oat milk. Yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently now, right? That's that's the milk of greatest virtue. Um, a single grain of barley. Not too many grains. Just one, one. fucking grain of barley. Better not be an oat. Sambo, oh. it can tell. It's going to blow up then. Really. Yeah. You give it like oat or rice or some shit. Or heaven, it has enough oats from the milk, guys. Heaven forbid millet. Oh, it would just oof, explode. Oof, oof, You're going to go millet? Yeah. Gotta go mill it somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Your funeral, buddy. And the last thing that the Sampo needs is the finest wool of lambskins. Ooh, that fine, fine merino uh, wool. Absolutely. All right, so so, so back. No, no, no. (laughs) What's the list again? We definitely got distracted during it. The list? Okay, so it's the finest pure milk? Uh, Here we go. The tips of white swan feathers... The milk of greatest virtue, a single grain of barley, and the finest wool of lambskins. I hope you guys got that for your Instacarts. Yeah, it's like the, uh, <laughs> it's like in a Wes Anderson movie where it's the kids going through the notes. The, the noted, the listed yeah, note, list. number one. The mm-hmm. f- tips, feather, tips of feather swans. Seven tips of white swan feathers. Number two, milk of greatest virtue. Number three, a single grain of barley. And last, the finest wool of lambskins. You got it? Just there, like that. There you go. It go. It's a pillow, it's milk, it's cereal, and a and a blanket. And, a, yeah, and a <laughs> shawl. Um, so, Vinamoinen knew that this was impossible, that this was an impossible task. I know. Who has, who has milk these days? Of oat milk, especially in Finland, right? Or swans. Have you seen swans in Finland? If you have seen swans in Finland, let us know. There's swans in Denmark. Ask Hans Christian Andersen. Seven swans. We'll get to that story at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> Someday. Um, so, Vinamonium was like, this can only be done by Seppo Ilmarinen. 
Ilmarinen. Ilmarinen, the the magical blacksmith of Finland, you yeah, know. Yeah, he's the legendary smith, the eternal hammerer, which sounds like his like wrestling name. Oh, that's a good wrestling yeah, name. He brings like, he brings the hammer down, if he, you know what I mean. He does. He forges those bonds. Um and he had actually forged the sky of Kalevala. Kalevala. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Vinamoinen knew he was the right guy for the job. Vinamoinen was old as shit. He knew, he'd been around the block, and he knew Ilmarinen from the block was the best. He's still Ilmar- Ilmarinen from the block. He's still, he's still Ilmarinen from the block. Illy from the block. Um, so, <laughs> with Lohi's blessing, Vinamoinen was sent home to pick up this, uh, eternal smithy. I feel like Lohi's blessing is like, fine, fine! Go get him. Go. Go. Go away. Bring bring him back and get me my sambal. Sambal. Or don't come back. Actually do. I'm lonely. She says. So, Vinamonen goes up to the smithy and is like, hey. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ilmarinen. Ilmarinen. You busy right now? Yeah, I, got, I got a thing. I, I got an order for you. I got an invoice for you, Ilmarinen. Yeah, right? Do you want to go to the uh, amazing land of Poya? And Ilmarinen's like, hell no, it's cold as shit there. Are you, ta- are you talking about Pohoya? And there's like witches and man-eaters and stuff. No one wants to go there. It's only skiing. It's a ski lodge that nobody visits. It's, it's boring. It's not even... Oh, why, why did I go British? I don't know. It's not even season, Vinamoinen. Right? It's summer. Who would want to go there? So <laughs> The slopes will be bare. <laughs> so Vinamoinen was a tricksy bard, though, and convinced um, Ilmarinen to climb... Illy. Illy from the block. Illy from the block. To climb the tallest tree around, probably just to show that, like, he could, I guess. I don't know. It was pretty easy. It was a pretty easy sell. So you don't want to go to Poyola? You want to climb the tallest tree in the land? Do you want to climb a tall tree? Come on, let's go. That's when's right there. Well, I mean, Vinamoid and the Bard can totally hit that note. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'm done blacksmithing for the day. I'll, I'll climb a tall tree. <laughs> so, as he was climbing this tree... Um, Vinamoinen played like the wind waker to summon the winds to blow his ass over to Poyola. Oh yeah, he played his, he played the canticles on his little cantile. <laughs> Where does that do, 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 up, down, right, right, up, down, up. Oh no, I summoned Epina. Retry again. Summon the winds. Whoosh. There he goes. Left, down, up, right, left, down, up, right, R1, R2, L1, R, L2. Yep, that's it. X. <laughs> so crash landing there. Um, Ilmarinen got a warm welcome from the witch who offered up a reward of riches and the hand of her surprisingly beautiful daughter. Look, she's beautiful and she gets it from her papa. <laughs> I stole her. <laughs> so Ilmarinen was immediately persuaded to do this task. So he began the work on the Sambo. Sambo. Sambo, Sambo, Sambo. Sambo, coming to a store near you. But not too soon, because he failed, like, a bunch. Sampo, supplies are limited. Ask a manager. <laughs> yeah, he worked the forges and created a bunch of, like, really cool artifacts and relics during this time. Oh, he created some cool, cool, bad, cool shit. Oh, yeah, like, they were very pretty to look at, but, like, not that useful to the user. To the user. Oh, yeah, no, you could tell this was, uh... 
They put everything into product design. It wasn't about the uh, quality yeah, of it. Yeah, user experience was way down. Nah. So he made a magical crossbow that fur- thirsted for blood. But don't they all? I, 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 that's every crossbow. But also, like, the blood of the user is the thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's the blood of the people it kills. This is what crossbows do. It's a kill machine. Right. You don't... Well, you do go hunting with it. Go hunting with your crossbows, guys. <laughs> hunting vampires, you mean. Yeah. Well, Obviously. What What else? That's the quarry of our choice. Yeah. Um, he also created a magical gleaming plow that wrecked fields and lives in turn. Buy it! And like, hey, Sven, you remember how you asked to borrow my plow? Here I got a new one! Here it is! I just finished! It's wonderful! <laughs> you can borrow it and not even return it like the last one! <laughs> I can totally see the use for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, that, you're right, that one's useful. Like, these are very d d items, I think, where it's like, oh, they're really cool, but they're, there's a curse! They're like monkey paw items, oh, yeah, yes. it's very much like, oh, it does the thing too well, it's cursed! Alright, so finally, Ilmarinen took a note from his bard friend and summoned the mighty winds themselves to work the forge. Three days later, it's always threes, you know, it all comes in threes. Threes are nice, they're not, they're not, trinity. they're not too few, not too many, they're, just, the they're just right. Yeah, it's Look great. at a triangle, it's pretty pleasing. Yeah, so three days later, he made the Sampo. Sampo! Which was described as like basically like a multifaceted mill, but the best part about it that I think is it had a lid of many colors, which I find just delightful. It's like Joseph in the mill of many colors. Oh yeah, Joseph in the amazing Technicolor sample. It's it's like picture this. Um, I don't know me. I picture like a Pandora's treasure box on like four legs, but just but pumping it's, out shit. Its top is just like a colorful rainbow of like I don't know like cereal. Like it's pumping out Fruit Loops or something. Tricks are for kids. Huh? It, yeah, it's pumping out. It's pumping out tricks. You know, it is pumping out tricks, though. If it you know is. what I mean. So the sample was basically a world mill, and I saw that term used when I was doing some research on it. It's like a thing. Wait, world like like with a o o r l d or like w h i r l d. A what? E D. Fuck. I'm... Not not like a tilt a whirl. Like a world. Like the world tree. Okay. Okay. A so okay, okay. 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 So the first one. Like a world. World mill. Yeah. It's like a thing that creates. Not a world meal. No. Mill. <laughs> it's like basically the primordial soup, but in a mill form. Because a mill makes a lot of things that are very helpful to agricultural societies. So it's a thing that makes the what makes the world go round. Right. Who runs the world? Mills. Mills. So, <laughs> Mills cereal brand. Lem, you know it's true. Got their dirty little grainy fingers and everything. Except nothing less. Mills cereal. I can't even... Uh, General Mills is like... Uh, they can't even name another cereal company now. Yeah, it's because they own it and also your soul. So, in... It created the most valuable things, endlessly milling them. It had a grain mill. It had a salt mill. And an all-encompassing money mill. Deal with that with what you will. I don't know how that one fits in. It was a currency exchange. If your money was in, you know, kronas or something, it added. But if you were on the euro now, it has it. Yeah, just mill different types of money? Or if it mills gold, or if you like silver, silver or, you know, it mills money! 
fucking money. So that's what Lohi said also. And she immediately swiped it and hoarded it for herself in her mountain home like some kind of dragon. I'm gonna have so much salt. Do you understand the salt is worth its weight in gold to these people without also, their seasonings? And also gold. Which and is worth grain. its weight in gold and, <laughs> and grain. Flour, which yeah. is which after a lot of weight is a conversion into gold. <laughs> She was very wise on the economics of the time. She knew. She she knew. She she knew what was up. So when Il, uh, Illy Boy went to go collect on his reward, um, Lohi's daughter, like, totally turned him down. She was like, I am not a prize to be won. <laughs> you can't marry me for a sample. <laughs> I'm not even her daughter. <laughs> right? Like, That's... I don't know how she fits into this. So she That's all I do, bye. I will not be in the story anymore. Pretty much. So she's just gone and um Illumin and <laughs> just Il- Il- Tell Il- me about it when you make a sample for for you know, you're gonna get your wife to make a sample and then oh no, all you got in your is a sample in your hands and no wife. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sample worth then? Yeah. What you gonna do with that sample? Is it gonna fill the sample size hole in your heart? <laughs> So Ilmarinen um, decided to just like head back empty-handed. Man, fuck Puyola. Yeah, it sucks here. It's cold. It's awful. It's chafing. I don't know. It's I've gone. already made a sample. I've obviously peaked here. Yeah. Time to leave. <laughs> time to just go. So as time goes by, as time goes, <laughs> Puyola grew grew more wealthy and prosperous. I wonder why. Yeah. Well, Kalevala fell on hard times. I wonder why. So the eternal smith Ilmarin and the bard Vinamoinen joined up with a young troublemaker Lemminkainen. To hey. Take- yeah, Lemminkainen was just like, hey guys, you want to fuck shit up? And they were like, we kind of you know? did already, so yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you know we do. We do. We do want to fuck shit up. Yeah, let's do it. Boys trip. So, Lemminkainen, to take back the sample. Yeah, Lemminkainen, all you need to know about him is he's handsome, and he's a troublemaker. He's a, he's a bad boy. Yeah, he's a bit of a bad boy in the heroic um, Finnish epic there. Yeah, picture picture your, picture your like, 6th century Finnish bad boy, you know. He's got a, a beard and long hair. Long golden locks. Golden locks. Goldilocks, if you will. Mm-hmm. The and ultimate I'm, bad boy. And I'm sure he wears, I don't know, lots of, like, bleached white. How does he keep so clean in this dirty, dirty world? He's a bad boy. It's Sample. That's how. <laughs> Sample. Sample. Ask for it by name. Um, so... Ancient secret? <laughs> Ancient secret. Sample. Um, so these three boys sailed over the seas back to Poyola. And, um... Vinam- These three Finny boys. Yep. Vinamoinen demanded half the profits, which is a fair... It's a fair ask, you know? Yeah, because Vinamoinen didn't make the sample, but he told her where to get it. But he's a bard, so his charisma is, like, off the charts. Yeah, really, he was the best one to negotiate. Yeah. Uh, you have, like, your warrior and your blacksmith. You gotta it, have your bard. Ilmarinen had already gotten a very bad deal. He got a bride that he didn't get, and instead gave a sambo, and he left. Yeah, he, he's no bargainer. He didn't get it in writing. That was Vinamoinen's first first thing. He's like, whatever you do, Ilmarinen, you got to get it in writing. Yeah. Just <laughs> Contracts like, or no tracks. Yeah. So. Notarized. <laughs> That's why we have Lemminkainen. <laughs> but Lohi refused him of his um, demands, and she raised her army to fight them. 
And at this time, the bard, uh, Vinamoinen, played his magical harp, Cantily. Cantily, that's what it's called. And put the whole island to sleep. Yeah, he played him a... Uh, he sang him a song. He's the Cantily man. Nice little lullaby. A Finnish lullaby. A lemon, a lemon lullaby. He sang him a song tonight. Mm-hmm. And he put the whole island to sleep. And so the three dudes took the sampo and began to sail for home. Yeah, it was easy pickings. It was like free sampos all over this uh, Poyole Costco. Oh, yeah. They came back in new wigs, you know, and they like, oh, we haven't had a sampo yet. Like, let me just get in that Costco line. Oh, oh, what's this? A tortilla? I've never had one of those before. Yeah, I'll try it. Oh, what's this? Chocolate? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've never. I'll try one of those. chocolate? Yeah. What's a tortilla? I guess I'll try it. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess I'll try. Oh, I don't know if I'll buy it. I'll take a look and go around the corner, though. <laughs> I'll think about it. So Lemminkainen wanted to celebrate with song and dance on their ride home. We got the fucking sampo! We got the sampo! And it was simple. It was a simple sampo. Final morning, it's like you did all the work and I just came here to partay. Lemminkainen. Yeah. And he asked... No, no, the, no. This is Lemminkainen saying it to find him. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And he asked the bard um, to sing their, to their victory, you know, as bards do. Vinamoinen, sing us a song. You're the Vinamoinen. <laughs> yeah. Sing us a song You're tonight. the Sampo man. Um, You're the Sampo man. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Sampo man. But uh, he, Vinamoinen refused to sing until they were safely back home. He was like, no, no, we got to wait until we're like on land, man. It would be foolish to sing of our victory while we're still in the lion's den, lion coin <laughs> Got it. Lemminkainen. Lemminkainen. So after three days at sea, again, another three, right? Um, Lemminkainen finally couldn't wait anymore, and so he broke out into song. He had a cabin fever. He was. Um, his singing was actually so bad, because he was no bard, yo. He was, <laughs> yeah. He was a hero. He was meant for smashing and looking pretty. He wasn't, he wasn't meant for singing. So his singing was so bad that it roused a nearby crane who just yelled. It's 3 a.m. Go back to bed. Go away. <laughs> Great audio. <laughs> uh, so the crane. <laughs> Some of us whack for a living. You call that singing? <laughs> so the crane screams so how loud? Um, so loud that it actually reaches across the sea to a piol. Poyola. Oh, boy. Poyola. I go there this winter when you're free to go. It actually sounds so loud that it just travels across the sea to Poyola. And... (laughs) It undoes the beautiful Cantile. It does. The Cantile is... Oh, wait, no. That's wrong. That doesn't happen. It wakes them the fuck up. It does. It wakes up the entire army. Which to, which is undoing the uh, the work of the Cantali, one could say. Yeah. And so um, the war boat of the Lohi's men is like super fast and they begin to catch up. Like it's like, guys, did you even try rowing this boat? Uh, what have you been doing? <laughs> Linen Kugel has not been. Linen Kugel? <laughs> Leninkainen. Close. Um, so Vinamoinen like a badass bard he is, calls the rocks from the sea floor to strike the boat. Because he's the bard of rock. Rock. Ba, 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 we salute you. Yeah. So, oh, I was going for um, SpongeBob. I want to rock, rock 
rock, rock. I was going to go for those about to rock. <laughs> so anyway, he calls the sea rocks from the floor to strike the boat. And undeterred, Lohi turns into a giant bird and carries her whole army on her back. That's how big she is. That's a big bird right there. She's That's, a big bird. <laughs> she's bigger than the big bird over there on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So with the entire army on her back, she swoops down, grabs the sample in her claws. But as she leaves the boat, she's damaged by the hero's swords. Oh, yeah, you know, Vinoin, because Ly- Lyman Kenny has not done Lyman shit. Lyman Kenny? Lyman Kenny has not done <laughs> shit. So Vi- I'm sure Vinoin or maybe even Ilmarin. Tom Kenny. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, they, they slash at her claws and get her. They do, and so she drops the Sampo into the ocean. Sampo, no! <laughs> it's just like the end of Titanic, when the old lady drops the heart of the sea into the ocean. Yep, just like that. And it sinks further into the realm of Ahi, the god of water, beyond any of their reach. Her talons, Ahi, the heroes. the god of tuna. Ati, sorry, Ati. <laughs> there we go. Ati. <laughs> Antiates, um, the god of the sea and waves, probably. Ocean-like things. And so there, it broke apart into a bunch of pieces. And the only part still endlessly churning was the salt mill. And that's why the oceans are salty. That's why the sea's so salty. But don't let them fool you. The rest works, too. The money there's, mill's still going. There's so much treasure underneath the, the, the water. Doubloons? The, you think they come from ships? It's a sample. Oh, man. Sea shipwreck treasure? It's just already there. The ships went surging for it. And don't forget about the sea grain. Oh, there's so much of it. We could feed a planet. Yep, sea grain. <laughs> sea flour. Sea flour. Yeah, so that's the story of the amazing Sampo. That's the Sampo. Get yours now. Get yours today before supplies run out. Sampo, the price is only gonna go up. The price is right. Yes. (laughs) So that's a great story from Finnish mythology. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are finished. We're finished.